Welcome once again to Devotional. This is Pastor Ariel. We are doing a sequential uh, follow-up to the series Marriage and Covenant through the podcast, and we're still on the issue of handling conflict. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at the sixth principle for handling conflict, listening carefully and speaking tactfully. So this is that one, right? This is the one that all listening, all speaking, we all know how to do that, right? I know how to listen. I'm listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm speaking into this mic. Surely we, we are very skilled in this area. You know, I, I, I thought about how Dr. Bakioki presents this and it provoked thoughts in myself from my own background in the nursing field. And I remember going through the uh, classes on cognitive development of children and uh, a little light bulb went off in my head. You know, listening is a skill that's developed after we learn how to speak. And what I mean by that is babies learn to repeat. They, they learn, you know, whatever language, they, they, they learn how to repeat it. Um, but they're not really listening. They're learning how to talk. But learning how to listen, that happens, you know, later. And that's why we have to, parents have to repeat things so many times. <laughs> because in the same way that they had to repeat the same phrase over and over and over in, in order to learn how to say it, Apparently, they need to hear things over and over and over and over and over again to learn to understand it. You know, pick your socks from the floor. Huh? Stare out the window? No. Pick, pick your socks from the floor. Those are things that, those are skills. The ability to focus and listen. Um, those are things that we learn. Just like we learn how to speak, we learn how to listen. So we learn how to listen long after we have learned how to speak. But some of us do not invest sufficient energy and intentionality in seeking to learn how to listen better. Just like your vocabulary, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you may be over, you know, you may be a teenager, young adult, an adult, you know, I'm 46. Uh, hopefully, I don't speak with the same level of expression and vocabulary that I did when I was a five-year-old, right, or a 10-year-old even. Our vocabulary expands. We learn how to say things differently. And uh, we are, are always learning new words. In, in the same way that we are learning how to speak and our speaking expands, our ability to communicate verbally expands, our ability to listen should also be expanding and growing. Listening requires elements, um, in, and I put them in this sequence. This is Pastor Ariel. I'm not saying this is dogmatic or, or I read it anywhere. But as I thought about this, this is how, at least, well, I guess from the Bible, this is where I could probably say I, I've seen this. Um, this is the priority of where you should be focusing or learning to listen. Number one, you should be paying attention to the face. Number one, you should be paying attention to the person's face that you're trying to listen to. Um, you must be looking at that person. I have my wife to thank for that. Um, I used to be able to tell her, you know, I'm listening to her. I was watching the television and my wife would say, no, you're not listening to me. And I would tell her, honey, I, I watch with my eyes and hear with my ears. But that's a false statement. My wife knew very well that if I was trying to watch a soccer game while listening to her, I was not going to listen to her. So rule number one, you must be looking at the person's face and observing the person's face. Our faces are the most intimate part to ourselves. From the contortions of our lips, the tears, to color changes in our cheeks, there are countless factors that communicate by our face. So when we are communicating words, we're not just communicating words like a robot. 
we're communi communicating words as humans and we we have learned also to make facial expressions when we are communicating certain words especially when it, when we're communicating words to someone we love they are emotional emotions attached to every single one of these words and they will not come across simply by the audible sounds we make in our voice box most of them will be recognized and understood by the face we make so when you're if you want to learn how to listen to someone, you got to learn the discipline of facing the person. And of course, if you're going to talk about you know sensitive issues, try at best to not communicate them via text, via email, or by the phone. You may say, "Well, there's a FaceTime feature on my phone." Like I said, you know there may be circumstances outside of your control, but as much as it is within your capacities, speak face. To face sometimes because we know there's going to be conflict we avoid the face-to-face -face conversation and that's when i said you know that i think i've seen this in the bible because when i read the book of revelation what i see from there is that uh, we we have like in revelation chapter six we, we have this chapter in which the the people there are saying you know hide us from the face of him who comes in the clouds for the wrath of the lamb they don't want to see the face they don't want to see the face of Jesus. And you have to wonder, why Why is that? Why would these individuals not want to see the face of Jesus Christ? So the face says a lot. It doesn't say, I don't want to hear the words. It's, I don't want to see the face. Well, you were married to this person. You got to learn how to relate to their face. <laughs> Even if their face is not happy, listen to them. Because as you listen to them, you'll learn how to relate to the conflict that is not making them happy. Number two, look closely at the person's posture. First the face, then the body. Body language is way more revealing than the words themselves. Um, sometimes you can say a lot with your body without having said a word, right? Next to the face is your body. The making of a fist, the pointing a finger, crossing our arms, even the directions that my legs are crossed. I learned this in my public speaking class that I took in college that when you cross, you're sitting, watch people that are sitting next to each other, and you'll see that if they're not happy with the person or they're sitting to a, next to a stranger or someone that they're uncomfortable with, their log, legs will be crossed in the opposite direction, away from the person. But if you're sitting next to someone that you feel a bond, trust, and attachment to, you're likely to cross your legs towards that person, meaning the leg will go over and your feet will point towards that person. The, 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 the foot that's over the knee, will be pointing towards that person. That's body language. And when I learned that, I was like, that's powerful. So I look when people sit next to me. <laughs> where, where, is your, where are your legs pointing to? The third one, focusing on the tone of voice. Face, body, tone of voice. Here's where the mo emotions are expressed. That's why I'm discouraging you to try to communicate things that could cause conflict via emails, via text so risky to communicate via these um, sensitive issues via these means because there is no tone of voice there is no face that accompanies these words there are words being written and if the person reads them while they're angry if the person reads them with their own emotional whatever experience they may read them wrong and it's not that you meant to say those things that way but you had no tone no face behind those words lastly now we get to listening carefully to the words the other person is actually saying. And remember that at times it's not simply what is being said, but what is not being said that must be understood. And it's not simply that, you know, oh man, we're not good at this or women are not good at that. Uh, to some degree, I think 
my own my own experience i had to learn to hear what my wife was not saying to relate to that versus just you know focusing on what well you said this well my wife did say that but i should have learned learn to listen learn to listen effectively that's why listening just like you're learning to speak you're still learning hopefully you're still learning how to speak meaning your vocabulary is ex expanding you're learning to say new words maybe you're learning to not say some words <laughs> um, in the same way as you are learning to listen that is an ongoing lifelong experience especially with with your husband with your wife some verses james 1 19 tells us that we must be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to get angry quick to listen means you want to think face body po posture tone of voice and words Pay attention to what is actually being said because if you're focused on that person, you will respond to the words that were said. A lot of times we think they've said something, we react to that when the person actually didn't say anything remotely close. Proverbs 25.11 says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. Jesus says something that I think we need to take into heart. Uh, Luke 6.45, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks you know one way of applying this to the marriage situation is prepare your heart you if you are the one that's going to be bringing something that could potentially bring conflict between you and your mate spend a lot of time in prayer don't go watching sports channels or listening to secular music you know with, with all kinds of dark themes or watch stuff that has nothing to do with the lord uh, unchristian non uh, things that do not abide by Christian principles because those things will come out in your conversations the anger the wrath the the impatience um, the pride just straight-up pride out of the abundance of what's inside of you your words will speak and your face will, will, will mold itself and your body language will manifest so it's not simply about you know the face you know developing a poker face that's not it or learning how to control your body so that you don't give away things or you know express really what you're feeling um, is not about becoming fake but about becoming real by allowing the truth of god to dwell richly in your heart open the book of psalms pray and say lord i'm about to talk to my husband about our, our financial situation or a mistake that i made oh father please may your, your spirit be here when you're going to talk to your wife how am i going to say this to my wife i made a mistake and or whatever whatever the situation may be before that, make sure that your heart is saturated with the Word of God and His Spirit so that when you speak, it will be your words, your face, your body being guided by the supernatural power of the grace of God. Psalms 19.14 should be the guide for your life. You should memorize this verse, especially if you're married. Um, it says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord my strength and my redeemer that's a prayer that's a prayer of communication lord make my heart and my words a demonstration of your grace to my husband to my wife let let the meditations guide my meditations teach me to discipline my mind to focus upon you even if there is no conflict because i don't know when those things happen and i can trust that should things arise, expected or unexpected, you, my Lord, will be my strength and my Redeemer.